Now, I let out a scream that I will never forget. And my surgeon said to me afterwards, he will never forget that scream. It was, the pain was unbelievable. I mean, they had literally just put a metal graft cage in my spine and grafted my you know, bones and my nerves. My nerves didn't take. I guess today, Philly J. Lay had a near-death medical procedure, which meant four years of suffering ill health, partly bedridden, and struggling with PTSD, deep grief, and addiction to opioids and alcohol. Doctors did not have the answers, so she took things into her own hands and went on a journey of healing and discovery, resulting in her book, The Natural Wellness Journal, A Layperson's Guide to Self-Healing, which is the focus of our interview today. Welcome, Philly. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me on. It's lovely to be here. Philly, I'm going to ask you to take us back to that pivotal moment in your life in the hospital, which was to change your life forever. Eight years ago, I had to have a spinal fusion. When I say I had to have a spinal fusion, I didn't know what I know now. So I went the traditional Western medicine route of having a spinal fusion. And unfortunately, they missed my spine with the anesthetic. So I had no pain relief when I came round and I nearly died. And my life actually wasn't saved that day by a surgeon, but by the registrar of the hospital who literally stayed by my bed for 24 hours and just kept asking me to find my happy place. And I couldn't do that. And so after 24 hours, my children were brought in, uh, presumably to say goodbye. They thought it was to say goodbye. They were my happy place and I came round. So that was amazing. So Philly, how I came to understand it from reading the first chapter of your book, the lack of anesthetic meant that you were in unimaginable pain. So what happened actually to your body? Yeah, I let out a scream that I will never forget. And my surgeon said to me afterwards, he will never forget that scream. It was, the pain was unbelievable. I mean, they had literally just put a metal graft cage in my spine and grafted my you know, bones and my nerves. My nerves didn't take, uh, that was a problem. And I had no feeling uh, for a number of years below my waist, but I've rebuilt my nervous system. I blocked out the pain for many, many years. You know, my, my husband was saying, you need to see a counsellor, you, you know, do you want to see the hospital? And I couldn't go there. I did, the pain and the memory of it was just so unbelievable that I just couldn't revisit it for a very, very long time. And I just lost myself in opioids, uh, which they prescribed very freely. They stopped working after a while, so I used to down them with a bottle of alcohol. I, I don't remember that period of my life very much. What is so positive coming out of that experience is seeing you today and the journey that took you to wanting to share your healing, what you did to heal. Well, it has been an extraordinary journey. My health spiraled out of control after the spinal fusion and lots of other things happened. I really didn't leave my bed for a couple of years. And then I noticed um, a big lump in my throat. Danny said I had to go and see a doctor. Uh, which I did. It was a tumour. It was benign, but it was a, a very large tumour and they wanted to get it out. But also while I was at the doctors, I spoke about the fact that I had 
chronic, chronic fatigue. I had serious brain fog where it's not that you can't remember where you put your keys. It's the fact you can't remember what to do with them. And that's very much the stage that I was at. I had frozen shoulder, just so much wrong with me. And I ended up seeing four consultants, four days running. And I just kept saying to them, you know, is it connected, you know, in my body, is it connected? And they don't know because they're not taught to connect everything in the body. You know, my surgeon on the tumor just said, you know, I just deal with that. I'm going to have to take out half of your thyroid shoulder consultants just going, well, we'll do a steroid injection. Oops, sorry, it didn't work. Let's do some surgery. And they all work individually. They don't work together and they don't even talk to each other. And so I, I had the tumor out and then I stopped all Western medication and help. And I thought, okay, I'm going to find out what's going on in my body. And I started the journey. The first thing I started learning about was diet, nutrition, food. And I cleared gluten and sugar and went on a massive detox, started intermittent fasting, which I'm a massive fan of and is one of my six daily essentials in the book. And I discovered that I had leaky gut. This was a time, you know, kind of five years ago when people really weren't talking about leaky gut and the damage that it does to your body. And, you know, with it, I had autoimmune diseases kind of popping up on a daily basis and not going away. And I'm just like, you know, the tinnitus started, the vertigo, you know, all of these autoimmune diseases. I keep everything completely under check now so that I can live a really busy fulfilled life that I'm incredibly grateful for. And gratitude is another big component of my book, you know, just learning, you know, you have to kind of ask yourself, you know, that I'll say when people go, you know, why is this happening to me? And you just have to re-imprint that and go, why is it happening for me? And it's taken me on this extraordinary journey for which I will be forever grateful. After the diet and looking at the physical symptoms, I believe you went through the emotional energy part of the healing process. Tell us about that. I hadn't heard at all about energy work, actually. As I started to heal and change my life, my marriage fell apart. You know, it's amicable, but I understand that I went on a very big journey. Uh, it was a complete lifestyle change. And you know, this is the thing you have to embrace. It's a lifestyle, it's not just a, a quick fix. An old friend of mine, Penny Kroll, who I hadn't seen for 22 years, had heard that this was going on. And she messaged me on Facebook and said, I'm doing a course on something called EFT. I'd like you to come along. I had a look at the course and, and I kind of thought, oh, I'm not sure if it's for me. And as I thought that, she messaged me and said, oh, by the way, it's a gift. And when the universe gives you a gift, you accept it. And I'm like, Okay, <laughs> so uh, I signed up for an EFT matrix re-imprint course and I turned up and the first day I just thought it was completely bonkers. There was a room of people and they're just sitting there tapping and I'm just going, uh, what is this? And I kind of thought, I really want to leave. Um, and I thought, it's a gift, I can't. So I'll just phone in sick tomorrow. I'll say there's something wrong. And I remember the time precisely. It was 11 o'clock and I, in the morning I started screaming. And I felt like I was being stabbed in my hip. And I, I was on the floor. I fell off my chair. I was on the floor. I had, you know, it, it was the most pain I'd experienced since the spinal fusion. And I just said, I'm so sorry. I, ha I have to go. I can't drive. Could somebody call me an ambulance? And Penny sat me on a chair 
and started tapping on me and everybody in the room was tapping as well. And I had the most extraordinary experience of my life and it lasted about an hour and a half. And at the end of it, Penny flicked her TV screen, brought up the next slide and said, and that is the perfect example of chasing the pain. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, what the, what the, what the, and literally, I mean, it was just expletives coming out of my mouth. I could not understand what had happened to me. And that was the beginning of my energy journey, which um, is just mind blowing. <laughs> Explain to the, our listeners who may not know about EFT, what, what happened was you released some long held pain and it's not always that traumatic but for you it it within an hour you had released and moved through it is that correct yes so eft is emotional freedom technique otherwise known as tapping and you're tapping on the energy end of the energy meridians of your body Uh, it's brilliant for everything you know kind of trauma addictions pain limiting beliefs i mean it's just you know the biggest buck you can get for your money in natural health forget i was holding on to a lot of deep trauma and so it was a very instantaneous release for me the whole five days were very dramatic for me was extraordinary i mean there were no other words to to describe it Uh, since then you went on and within a few months your life was turning around was changing the next six months were completely pivotal in my rehabilitation. I worked very hard with Penny to release an awful lot of trauma because also during this period of time where my health had suffered, I had a lot of grief to deal with. I lost the four women who had basically formed my life. My sister um, died of motor neurons disease. My mother died and two of my best friends died. And my marriage um, fell apart. So I was suffering from so much grief and trauma. A lot of work to be done, you know, and I still have to work every day on everything that comes up. But, you know, I've got my comfort point and anything that triggers me I just tap away and I'm as happy as Larry let's seg through to that point where you knew you you were well enough and grateful enough to write a book about is it 56 practices that you recommend tell us what's Um, in the natural wellness journal which was the book you then wrote so I had started writing another book uh, about my healing journey And then 2020 happened and the pandemic. And I was very concerned about what we were told to do to look after ourselves. And I just thought, oh my God, everybody needs to know how easy it is and how amazing it is to be able to look after yourself and self-heal and, you know, not have a problem with it. Fear is the biggest suppressor of the immune system and the world had been plummeted into fear. I decided to write the book before the book. And uh, I joined up with Hay House Writing Community and uh, October 2020 did their writer's workshop. And I put my hand up in the chat, but you know, there were a thousand of us and everybody has their hand up because I wanted to ask a question. I told them my story and said, I'm writing a book, which I'm going to publish before Christmas this year. And Reed Tracy, the CEO, just kind of kindly laughed and said, well, good luck with that. I had no idea how much work writing a book was. I knew the, the principle of the book that I wanted to write. And I've got a copy here. So it's called The Natural Wellness Journal. 
first chapter is about my story. It's very short, but just to tell you about my story. And then I have my six daily essentials and I make sure I do two of those minimum every day. And most days I'll fit all six in. What I wanted to do was take people on their journey. So it's written as a series of short chapters. So each chapter is two pages. And what I do in those pages is I give you some hard hitting facts. I give you space to journal. So, you know, for example, the first chapter, I asked you to take a photograph of yourself and I write, you know, if I asked you to tell me the 10 things you love most in the world, when would you mention yourself? Most people don't love themselves. And that is an absolute block to self-healing. How can you love other people if you don't love yourself? How can you heal if you don't love yourself? Just take everybody on this journey. And I literally wrote the book because I told Reed I was going to. I wrote the book and published it, self-published it in just under two and a half months. Now this is not in the Natural Wellness Journal because sleep is vitally important, but I literally lay down on my bed and I wrote for 20 hours a day, seven days a week. I signed it off on the 21st of December, the winter solstice, and my published date is December the 21st, the winter solstice, the day I signed it off. So miracles do happen. Well done as a first time author, not only writing it, getting it published and having your intention fulfilled on the date. That takes us through to how you magically have been marketing it in the one year since you published it. Before we go into the book, just summarize your social media, how, how you've burgeoned your followers on, on all fronts. I have no idea what I was doing. You know, I'd published the book and I'm just like, what do I do now? And at the beginning of 2021, I had 118 followers on Instagram and a couple of hundred on Facebook. And my daughter said to me, you need to go on TikTok. And the thought of videoing myself every day was horrific. I'm a year into it now. And I have five, 6,000 followers on Facebook. I moved to Instagram, first of all. Started with just doing photographs because I was uncomfortable filming myself. I've got a following, you know, I've got nearly 5,000 followers on Instagram. And then in the summer of 2021, I just thought, I have got to do TikTok. Did my first post, terrifying. You're holding the camera going, oh, I'm a self-healer from a near-death medical experience. Uh, but in six months, I've built up over 33,000 followers who are tremendous they interact they like everything i've started just started doing lives um, so that i can build that audience even more um, this year 2022 filmed a video version of my book because the feedback was so lovely from so many people kind of going you know your video is the highlight of my day thank you i just love your energy and i just thought I want to give people more and more and more. So I thought I'll film it. So that's what I've done. And I'm now hitting um, YouTube shorts, getting that out. There are lots of other new platforms that I think are really important that I'm starting on. So I'm looking at Clubhouse and Getter and Substack. And it's really important in this day and age. And there is a lot of censoring. I do have posts taken down about natural health that, I mean, one was me in my greenhouse picking radishes and telling you the benefit of radishes and it got taken down for misinformation and you can Google it and they tell you what it's good for. But, you know, it's, you know, censorship is pretty rife. And so you just have to hit 
every platform you can. Getter is proving to be for this. So um, exciting times. Well, I'm, I'm very impressed by your energy and enthusiasm and proof of your recovery and that your natural wellness tips work. Could you share your six essential? Daily essential number one is tapping. It's just such an easy and it's free modality to use. I think everybody should just have that in their toolbox, find their comfort point, anything triggers you. And it doesn't have to be big. You know, I'm not just talking about trauma. You know, you get a parking ticket, tap it out. Do a bit of forgiveness, followed by breath work. I do make sure that every day I get breath work in. I just make sure that every day when I get on my walk, and that is another essential, get out in nature, I do some very, very simple breath work. So I might put my hands on my heart and do some heart math, you know, breathing in for six, out for six. I might do the two times where you breathe in for a number and out for double the number. So breathe in for two, out for four, or in for three, out for six. But always make sure that you breathe in through your nose, deep into your belly, and out through your mouth and you know sometimes I look a bit mad walking along if I'm having a real old go at it on my dog walk but I don't care intermittent fasting fasting is just breaking the fast which is what breakfast is so words have meanings they are spell things so you just have to tell yourself what you're going to do and for people that might find hard fasting a bit hard you know you just literally push the fast half an hour every day until you've got a much smaller eating window. So, you know, some people might start with a 12 hour. I'm actually down to a between six and eight hour eating window. I just want to let the listeners know one of the speakers on the summit is the Fast Feet Repeat star, Jen Stevens. And she explains in depth what intermittent fasting is. So I'm pleased to hear that it has been one of your protocols. What, what else can you recommend, especially for people who spend hours at a computer as a writer, creative entrepreneur? High intensity interval training. So I'm not a mad exerciser anymore. The exercise obviously went after the spinal fusion. I walk every day and I make sure that when I walk, I always push my heartbeat up past my comfort zone. I rebound. I love rebounding, but I only do a minute a day. And so I know my limits. I make sure I wake up in the morning. I do a minute on the rebounder. When I go for my dog walk, I push myself up, get the heart pumping. And so exercise and especially in the life that we live now in front of the computer, make sure that you just get up every 15 minutes and put some music on, have a little dance. Just shake it all out and just go, ooh, release that energy. And sit down again and go, I'm okay now. And you can just feel, just by doing that, I can feel the shift in my energy. There's one more yes. daily essential, and that's um, intermittent uh hypothermia so love well I don't love it actually it's something that's taken me a long time to adapt to when I have my shower I always have a minute of cold water Uh, blood pumping around your body and I love Wim Hof well tell us who Wim Hof is I haven't mentioned him so far in the summit but I know who he is because I do cold sea swimming every day Wim Hof is called the ice man so look him up I have put the names of everybody and their web pages that I have followed 
and that have changed my life. So, you know, again, as social media gets restricted, it's really important to sign up to people's web pages. And Wim Hof is the master of cold water therapy. Uh, he has just proved that, that the body can do exceptional things that nobody believes it can do. What about when it comes to video? What, are, what have you got planned for the coming year with your book? This is a very exciting year for me. Having got used to doing all the social media and the TikTok and the lives, decided to record a video version of the book. So it's called Your Natural Wellness Journey. But I haven't done all 56. I've combined some. I've added other chapters like manifestation. Basically going to take people on their journey through video. So it's... 10 to 20 minutes a day, depending if there's a meditation or a breath work. There is a practical every day, but some of them are really quick. You know, I've got a yoga exercise in there, which will take you 30 seconds. And I not just talk about the techniques, but why I use them and what they did for me, because there's some extraordinary things that have happened to me in my time on this journey. Uh, that I could never have believed would happen. Yeah, trauma that's come out in the most unexpected places, um, including colonic irrigation, which was a really weird one. And I'm like, whoa, how does this happen? But, you know, it was just, I released trauma that was 30 years old related to my father's death, which I didn't even know was stored in my gut. You know, I've been, I'm allergic to gluten, and I've been able to tap and meditate and completely relinquish any limiting beliefs on that. So we have a new body every seven years. It's just we stay in this pattern of limiting beliefs instead of going, do you know what, I can do this. People talk about mindset. You've got to have the right mindset. But we know that it, it is beyond the mind. There's the emotions, there's a the physical body. But give us some of your tips on the, on the concept of mindset and intentions. I set my intentions every morning when I wake up. And I do something called a blessing ball of light. So I put my hands on my heart and I rub them together and I just feel the energy and everybody can do this now and you know you just feel the energy now your heart has 40,000 sensors it's its own field and so I put my blessing ball of light in place and I call it my day I set my intentions I tell the universe uh, what's going to happen today and I focus on the bigger stuff I go okay so this is what I need to do today not the word need you don't use need or want because that actually shows lack and when you tell the universe that you're lacking something the universe goes oh I won't give it to you then uh, you don't need it so I just kind of go today this is going to happen and I've been building for the last few years uh, a place in Oxfordshire which I'm going to open one day as a natural wellness retreat and building is very problematic and you can never get all the trades on sites. I got very frustrated at one point and this is when I learned about the blessing ball of light and I put my blessing ball of light in place and I visualized the site and I brought in the plumber, the electrician, the fire fitter, the, the roofer, all these people that hadn't shown up for blooming months and I put them on place and then I drove out there and they were all there and I'm like how does this happen? So that's a perfect example of intention, mindset and manifesting, isn't it? You've aligned your energy, your heart, your spirit and your intentions all together. The spirit 
is very, very important because we often think about the body and the mind. And even when you do manifestation, everything you know about the subconscious mind, you know, it's this massive 95% of your mind. And we just use this minuscule bit, but we tend to talk less about the soul or the spirit. You know, spiritual means, you know, in spirit. It is a journey that has completely changed my life. I had been atheist, I suppose, most of my life. And I don't know if it's God or the universe or the field. I don't think it matters what you call it. But I now know that there is something so much greater than us out there that I'm aligned to and that has my back. So I've got a new range of T-shirts on some of my philosophies. And my favorite one is the universe has my back because I know the universe absolutely has my back. It has all of our back. It's wonderful. It is completely loving. So we really appreciate you sharing our creativity, our writing, our life, all melds together when we, when we approach it with the Natural Wellness Journal tips and tools. So Philly, let's end this interview on a high note with one of your favorite quotes. And then we'll ask you how we can follow up and find you online. I have two favorite quotes in the book. One of them is from a poster that I actually had on my bedroom wall as a teenager. And it was really simple. It was just the moon reflecting in the sea. And it just said, the important thing is this, not what you are, but what you can become. And the other thing that I've written that I love is remember where you are now is not your final destination. And sometimes, especially with this rather chaotic world that we live in, it's easy to forget that. But we can choose our destination. Love it. Where can people find you? And I know you will have a free gift waiting for them. So all of my socials are Philly J. Lay. You can find me on most platforms. And I have a webpage, phillyjlay.com. So if you would like to go to my webpage and sign up for my newsletter, you will get a free gift, which is a chapter of my new video version of the book, which is called Your Natural Wellness Journey. So could you spell that out for us? Philly is short for Philippa. It's P-H-I-L-L-Y. And then it's just the letter J. And then lay is L-A-Y, as in a lay person. So my webpage is phillyjlay.com. Thank you for sharing the natural wellness journey secrets that will take us as writers, creatives on our journey of health in the coming months and years. Carol, thank you so much for having me.